Hello, Rasa. Hi, Dad. How are you today? Good. Excellent. Are you ready to know everything? Yes. Let's do it. Today, I want to teach you something that I learned almost 10 years ago. 10 years ago? Wait, I was born almost 10 years ago. What an amazing coincidence. Now, something happened yesterday. We had a big change in our household. What was it? We got a puppy. That is true. And almost 10 years ago, I got a puppy, if you count babies as puppies. <laughs> and that's when I learned something really important about babies slash puppies. What is it? It is not that hard to take care of a baby. It is not that hard to take care of a puppy, but it is almost impossible to take care of a baby or a puppy and do anything else at the same time. That is very true. How's it going so far? It's going great. I really like having a puppy. I do think that it is really hard to do something at the same time, but I think there's one exception to that. Let's start with the other things. What are some of the things you've tried and failed to do at the same time as hang out with a puppy? Well, let's see. Do not ever try to do crafts with a puppy. Ever. Crafts? Yes. And it's also pretty darn hard to make a tomato and mayonnaise sandwich while watching a puppy, too. Food. And in the middle of the night? I would count another thing. What was Sleep. Yes. So crafting, eating, and sleeping are really hard to do at the same time as having a puppy. But you said there's an exception, too. What is the exception? Reading. Hmm. Tell me more about your reading with the puppy. Well, I have a good strategy. You know those leashes that go out, that extend? Yeah, sure. Well, I put the puppy, her name's Emma on the leash, and then I go to the backyard, and I sit down with a book. And then the puppy is just free to wander around the yard, sniffing at things, nosing in dandelions. And if she gets too far away, like usually I do it far away from the compost, because I don't want her to get into the compost. So that way, she can't get too far away, because it doesn't extend forever. This is bringing back to me, I feel like mom... When she was nursing you and you were up as just a newborn in the middle of the night, she started reading on her phone because she realized it was something that she could read in the dark and she could read with one hand. So she could hold you with one hand and she could read in the dark with the other. Hmm. So don't try to do anything at the same time you're taking care of a puppy. Don't try to do anything the same time you're taking care of a baby or feel free to try but if you're not succeeding it's not your fault except reading yeah give it a whirl when the baby's resting or the puppy's exploring maybe you can get a chapter or two in yes are you ready for today's poem yes it's called a blessing by James Wright. Just off the highway to Rochester, Minnesota, twilight bounds softly forth on the grass. 
and the eyes of those two Indian ponies darken with kindness. They have come gladly out of the willows to welcome my friend and me. We step over the barbed wire into the pasture where they have been grazing all day alone. They ripple tensely. They can hardly contain their happiness that we have come. They bow shyly as wet swans. They love each other. There is no loneliness like theirs. At home, once more, they begin munching the young tufts of spring in the darkness. I would like to hold the slenderer one in my arms, for she has walked over to me and nuzzled my left hand. She is black and white. Her mane falls wild on her forehead, and the light breeze moves me to caress her long ear that is delicate as the skin over a girl's wrist. Suddenly I realize that if I stepped out of my body, I would break into blossom. Wow, that's a really cool poem. I love some of those finer details there, like her eyes darkened with kindness, or my body would break into blossom. I'd love you to read it too, and then let's talk about it some more. Okay. A Blessing by James Wright. Just off the highway to Rochester, Minnesota, twilight found softly forth on the grass. And the eyes of those two Indian ponies darken with kindness. They have come gladly out of the willows to welcome my friend and me. We step over the barbed wire into the pasture where they have been grazing all day. Alone, they ripple tensely. They can hardly contain their happiness that we have come. They bow shyly as wet swans. They love each other. There's no loneliness like theirs. At home once more. They begin munching the young tufts of spring in the darkness. I would like to hold the slender one in my arms. For she walked over to me and nuzzled my left hand. She's black and white. Her mane falls wild on her forehead and the light breeze moves me to caress her long ear that is as delicate as the skin over a girl's wrist. Suddenly I realized that if I stepped out of my body, I would break into blossom. Wow. It's even more powerful when I hear you read it. Do you know why I picked that poem? Why? I just saw you and Emma playing together, and I saw the way you made her come alive and the way she made you come alive. And especially when you were outside together in the dandelions and the trees and the birds and the grass. Everything seemed alive. When you two are connecting, there was that electricity of life that's always there, but we don't always feel it, much less see it. Yeah. 
those details are just amazing. The fact that it's not just the pony licking his hand, it's his left hand. And the skin of a girl's wrist? Yes. Not just the skin, not just the skin of a girl, but the skin of a girl's wrist. Yes. But no offense to the author, but my wrist isn't that delicate. <laughs> Great. Are you ready to bud and bloom and grow and keep growing together in your love with your new puppy? Yes. Last segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? I personally do not, but I do have a vexing question from listener Katie. Ooh, what is it? Well, she gave us four, yes, that's right, four vexing questions in the form of a fortune teller from the fortune teller episode. And we are going to pick two of them. One for you to answer today, and one for me to answer next episode. Great. What is the vexing question for me today from Katie? Let's see. Which do you pick? Silver, pink, green, or gold? Gold. Okay. G-O-L-D. Which do you pick? Five, six, two, or one? One. One. Let's see. Okay. Her vexing question is, how do the plant tendrils, like on peas and cucumbers and squash, work? It seems like they're alive. How do they reach and wrap? And how do they work? Great question, Katie. And such a beautiful image. I know exactly what you mean. Those plants that can kind of wrap around your finger and start squeezing, or they can climb up a fence or a pole. And they grow beautiful food, too. So what's going on there is my mission to answer. Sounds good. I'm back. Katie, a tendril is a specialized stem, leaf, or stalk used by climbing plants to support themselves as they grow. And sometimes to attach or invade another plant so they can get carried along with it without as much work. Charles Darwin was one of the first scientists to study tendrils more than 150 years ago. His book on climbing plants introduced the word circumnutation to describe how plant tendrils grow sideways out of their stems in repeated circles, kind of like a super slow motion lasso. Once that lasso bumps into something, it circles Titan. Now it can hold on to get pulled up towards sunlight without all the work a normal plant has to do. Kind of like if you, Rasa, grabbed a ride on my back next time we go up a mountain. Mm. What's really cool is tendrils have both touch perception and self-discrimination. That means they know when they're touching something so they can grab onto it, but they're not fooled if they bump into themselves so they won't get tied into knots. Hmm, that's really interesting. Thanks, Katie, for asking the question. Remember, if you have a vexing question, then email it to us or post it as an Apple Podcast Review. 
Have you ever had a tendril wrap around your finger? Yes. It's like they have built-in slinkies. You Must Know Everything is produced by me, Jeremy Smith, and her, Rasa Smith, with awesome music by Furniture. Please rate, review, and share the show with friends. And please join us next time for everything you need to know.